And now we bring you a thrilling crime detection story taken from the pages of the leading detective publication, True Detective Mysteries Magazine. Our story begins in Tacoma, Washington. I do. And you, Mildred, take this man, Douglas, to be your lawful husband in sickness and in health so long as you both shall live? I do. I pronounce you man and wife. Whom God hath joined together, let no man but a son. For Douglas. Oh, I get it. Young bride waiting in front of dollar savings for young husband. Object? Put money in the bank. <laughs> Trying to read my mind again. <laughs> I did try to read it once, Mildred. I thought you loved me, but. Yeah, you married that haywire. And... Ted, you can't talk about Doug like that. He's been wonderful. Yeah, to just because he got a job? And that guy went to work, the paper should have brought out an extra. Besides, everybody knows you two aren't happy. You're always arguing. If you keep talking like that, Ted, I'll go inside the bank. Oh, I didn't mean anything, Millie. I haven't the right to talk. I've had a job myself lately. But if you had married me instead of Doug, I could have licked the world. Ah, uh, you'll find a nice girl, Ted. Somebody who works like you? Oh, I don't mind working. It's really very nice at the electric light office. And you know how much Doug and I have saved in two years? Uh uh-uh, how much? Well, <laughs> well, it's rather... Oh, well, I don't mind telling you. With what we put in today, it'll make exactly $1,400. Huh? We've made a deposit every single Saturday. Gee, that's a lot of money. $1,400? Uh, you put it in just before noon every Saturday? Mm-hmm, every Saturday. <laughs> well, I think I'll have to cultivate you even more now, Millie. No, Ted, I, I don't want Doug ever to have even the slightest reason to misunderstand about you. What's there to misunderstand about you and Ted? Oh, Doug, I didn't see you there. So I noticed. Well, Doug, let us see me. I guess I'll run along. Just a minute. Come back here, Ted. Sure. Yeah, what do you want, Doug? Do you still carry a gun? I still carry a tattoo mark, too. Whatever. You're going to need two or three guns if you don't stay away from Mildred. Doug, don't talk to Ted like that. Now, that's right. Go and side with Ted. I'm just your husband. Oh, Doug, I never thought of siding with Ted. Well, what were you two talking about when I came up? I don't want Doug ever to have even the slightest reason to misunderstand about you. Ah, you're the one, Doug, that's misunderstanding. I just met Ted by accident. We were talking about our bank account, how much you and I have saved. I was so proud of you, and I was telling him, Doug... I'll keep your mouth shut after this. You think about my business spread all over town? Well, I'll be going. So long, Mildred. I'll be seeing you again. Oh, you will, will you? Please, Douglas. Now, please don't make any more of a scene. Let's go in the bank and make our deposit. It's almost noon. It's almost time I gave you a good beating. Doug... You promised never to speak to me like that again. Did you forget? You must be out of your mind. Dear, don't you feel well? I feel well enough to know what's going on. Doug, don't be so ridiculous. Why, you're you're too suspicious. Therefore, by these presents, 
This court does hereby grant to the said Mildred Hook Van Black an interlocutory decree of divorce dated this 11th day of October, Gee, it's nice to have you sitting by me again. I've missed you. Oh, I shouldn't go with you, but I do love lilacs. Sheriff, you've got to help me. You've got to help me. All right, Mr. Van Black. The authorities will do everything they can. Just try to calm yourself and tell us exactly what happened. Well, I... I'll try. Uh, stand by for another flash, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Now, Mr. Van Black, just tell us what happened. I was driving along Hillside Boulevard with, with Mildred, my divorced wife. Just as we just as we turned into the park, she wanted to see the lilacs, you see. This man stepped out. <laughs> Mildred. Tell us again what this man looked like. Well, like I told you, he had a mask on. He was tall, nearly six feet. What kind of a suit did he wear? Gray. Kind of a tweed, I think, but I was so excited. Anything peculiar about him? Any disfigurements, scars, marks? I noticed little tattoo marks just above his wrist. Hmm. Which wrist? His right wrist. I remember seeing it when he when he stuck his gun at me. A tattoo mark, a little anchor showed just under his sleeve. Uh, tell me, Mr. Van Black, were you and your divorced wife in the habit of driving out together? Oh, no, Sheriff. I just met her on the street, and we went for a little drive out that way. Well, uh, did you often drive out that way together before you were divorced? I mean, would anybody know that that was a favorite drive of yours? Well, it was kind of a favorite drive of ours. I wouldn't like to say. <laughs> I can't help it. He did know about it. He kidnapped her. Uh, Mr. Van Black, if you've anything on your mind, spill it. You and your divorced wife were robbed and she was kidnapped at the point of a gun. Now, what is it? What's on your mind? Well, Sheriff, that tattoo mark I told you about. Yes? I know a man with a mark like that. Well, would he have any reason for kidnapping your wife? Well, he might have known that Mildred usually put money in the bank every Saturday about that time. But why would he kidnap her? That's it. <laughs> you recognized this man, didn't you? I thought I did. Well, I hope I was mistaken. Who was it? I hate to say it, but I'm almost positive it was Ted... Ted Bishop. He used to carry a gun. He couldn't stand it when I married Mildred. He said he'd get even with me. Mm. Sergeant. Yes, sir. Here's that second flash. All patrols, all highways, wanted for the kidnapping of Mildred Van Black. Wanted for the kidnapping of Mildred Van Black. Ted Bishop, age 24, height 5 feet 11, weight 175 pounds, hair black, eyes blue, gray tweed suit. Look for anchor tattoo mark above right wrist. Is armed. Description of Mildred Van Black followed. 
Well, where now, Sheriff? Let's turn up here at Orchard, Orchard Corners, uh, then go along Route 127. On our way, Sheriff. Hey, uh, how do you figure this Van Black case, Sheriff? Well, it's open shut so far. Ted Bishop has been missing from his home since yesterday noon. He took his gun with him, too. Ah, he might as well have had a hangman's noose tattooed on his right arm. What do these guys have themselves tattooed for anyway? I don't know. Oh, say, isn't that a patrol car up the road there? Yeah, looks like Fontaine Cooper's. I wonder what he's doing up here. Maybe following a kidnap clue. There's nobody in his car. Oh, he's probably out scouting around. That there alongside the road. Where? There alongside the ditch. Come on. Sergeant, quick! It's it's Cooper. Why? He's been shot. He's been murdered. Look at that. Cooper. Gee. Shot right through the heart. Never had a chance. His gun is still in his holster. He shot through the wrist, too. I'll get the guy who did this for the last thing I do. Yes, we'll get him and the state will string him up. Think of Cooper's poor wife. And his children. Poor little kids. Cowardly crime. The gun still in his holster means just one thing. He must have been talking to somebody he thought was his friend. Hey, look, Sheriff. Here's his notebook. Yeah? All covered with blood. Mm. He had his trooper's notebook in his hand instead of his gun. Talking to somebody he didn't suspect, all right. Say. What, Sheriff? Look. Cooper was writing down a number. Let's have a look at it. Looks like an automobile license. His last will... With his wrist broken, he died making a report. A game lad. None better. B, two, two. Hey, can you make out the last three numbers, Sheriff? No, the blood has blotted them out. Probably couldn't read them anyway. Cooper was so weak. Well, we better take these to our handwriting expert. The last thing poor Cooper did. On duty till his last breath. A good man. Who's going to break the news to his wife? Oh, it'll be a tough job, all right. Well, I'll get on with it. First, we'll have to check on all automobile licenses beginning with B-22. Sergeant, you stay here. I'm going to look for a phone. automobile license down in his notebook in an agony of death. Yes, he was a policeman to the last. That's why we've got to follow up this clue he gave us. Half-scrawl numbers written in his last seconds. Yes. As you can see, Sheriff, the letter B is quite distinct. Hmm. The first digits are fairly so. Two, two. Now, the third digit, I should say, is a nine. Though it might be a seven. Trails also, one can scarcely say with certainty... However, I've been studying all the notations in Cooper's notebook. Mr. Flowers, 
I asked the boys to give you any specimens of Cooper's handwriting they had. Yes, they were most helpful. Now, uh, you see these? Yeah, what are they? They're the enlargements of the last two digits of the automobile license Trooper Cooper wrote down. Now, if you'll note these rounded characteristics here. Yes. Well, I'd say that those last numbers are either twos or threes. If it's 22923, that's Ted Bishop's car. Well, I'll make some more checks on it and tell you as soon as I can. We've been checking cars all day in that whole 2-2 series. Here's the record so far. 22937, searched over Clarksville. 22968, searched over in Ada County. And here's the whole list. Any more combinations of twos or threes there at the end? No, not so far. There's two or three suspects were brought in on those cars, but no hotter suspect than Ted Bishop. I can double-check, though. Why, what do you mean, Sheriff? I'm getting the names of the owners of all the cars in this state in the B-22 series. If we miss any of them on the highway, we'll check them up in their homes. And that goes double for any combination of two or threes. Sheriff's office. Sheriff Prater speaking. Sheriff, this is Douglas Van Black. Any news? Not yet, Mr. Van Black. We have state troopers and special deputies scouring this whole part of the country. I hope you have some news soon. This suspense is awful. It's too bad about Trooper Cooper. It certainly is. It's a great loss to the state, to his family, and to his friends. Well, if you need me, just call on me. <laughs> I'd like to get that murder myself. <laughs> Poor fellow. This trouble must have unhinged his mind. Yeah, Sheriff. Medical examiner just recovered them. What are they, Sheriff? They're the slugs taken from Fontaine Cooper's body, Mr. Flowers. 32, Sergeant? Yes, Sheriff. Cold 32. Very well, Sergeant. Now get the Motor Vehicle Bureau right away. I want to find the owners of any cars in the BT2 series whose license begins with B22 and end in threes or twos. Yes, sir. Owners of any cars whose license begin with B22. I don't see why you have any cause to stop cars of peaceful, law-abiding citizens at this time of night. That's just what I told them, Martha. Well, I'm sorry to bother you folks, but orders are orders. Well, just the same. You ain't heard the last of this. It's getting to be so a body can't stir out at night without having some state trooper bob up and want to go over their car with a fine-tooth comb. Our orders are to stop all cars with license numbers beginning with B-22. Look over the occupants and search them for weapons. Land sakes. Why, I wouldn't let Elwood carry a pocket knife, much less a gun, the very idea. All right, sir. You may drive on. Well, I should think so. Elwood, be careful at the railroad crossing. It's time for the 9-5 right now. All right, Martha. Now I'm going to write the sheriff's letter. All right, Bob. Yeah. I'd rather face a gun than some of these dames. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Let's go back up there and pick up the control car. Okay, Ben. How many of those B-22 series does that make? Well, that makes uh, six for us. Four this afternoon and two tonight. Yeah, there won't be many more cars out tonight. They want to storm. Yeah, and plenty. Look at that sky. Yeah, look at that lightning. You can see clear down to the tracks to Twin Falls. Yeah. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah, that flash just missed that culvert. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ben. Ben, stop. Do you see what I see? Where, Bob? What's the matter? In the mouth of that culvert. Huh? There, under the railroad tracks. Oh, hey, here's a flashlight. Let's look. Oh, 
It's a woman. Yeah, hold that place like closer. Let's get a good look at her face. Well, for the love... Good heavens, it's, it's Mildred Van Black. Potter, are you sure? Her face is... Yes, I'm positive. I used to see her every day going by headquarters on the way to the electric light office. I couldn't forget that auburn hair and those brown eyes. Well, they're brown, all right. I don't know what the last thing was that that girl saw, but it sure filled her eyes with horror. Look. Yeah, that guy who kidnapped her murdered her. Listen, Bob, that storm's going to come up, up and wash away every clue that's here. You've got to work fast. Cover her with my coat. Ah, right. All right. Hold the light. There. I'll look around a little now. Say, there's a stone covered with blood. Oh, give it to me. Here, I'll put it in my handkerchief. Okay, here it is. There's something bright there near the mouth of the culvert. Looks like an empty shell. Yeah, here it is. Uh, 32, huh? I wonder where the slug is. Well, it must be here. That slug may be mighty important evidence. And if it's in the culvert, this rain's going to wash it clear to kingdom come. All right, help me look. Sure. Now, uh, hold the light, Ben. All right. See anything? Yeah, tennis ball, an empty whiskey bottle, a bunch of rocks, a lot of blood, and there's... I got it. I got it. Good. Hurry up, Bob. Here. What is it? Look. Yeah, 32 slug, all right. A little battered. Yeah, it must have ricocheted off the inside of that culvert. We've got to hurry, Ben. Oh, here comes that 9-5. This gully's going to be a young river in a minute. Let's get her over to that potato shack. Uh, what did she do to deserve a break like this? Give us a state. Yeah, we need a flash. Two murders in three days. Yeah, what can you give us for the paper, Sheriff? All right, boys, all right. Now, here's a statement for you. Shoot! Yeah, go ahead, let's have it. We've just captured Ted Bishop. What? That's not news. Hey, when did that happen? What are you doing, Sheriff? Keeping it a secret? No secret, I'm telling you now. Ted Bishop has been captured. We've got the man that Douglas Van Vlack gave us a tip on. Can you give us some more details, Sheriff? Yeah, when did you nab him? Where'd you find him? Now, just a minute, boys. That's all I can tell you now. Except that I expect a confession any minute. Oh, give me that ball. Hey, oh, come boy, on, I'll get that one on the wire. Sheriff, nab him. Quit murder suspect. Come on, Jerry, I got a flag. Now, get going. Blaze. Bishop, go. He's here, Sheriff. Well, show him in, Sergeant. Yes, sir. This way. Oh, come in, Van Black. I was expecting you. You got him, Sheriff. Oh, I'm glad you got him. I just saw it in the paper. Yes, I expect a confession any minute. Ted Bishop is the murderer, all right. He killed that troop and he killed my poor wife. I hope I see him hanging. I hope I see him on his feet for the last time. You can see him right now, Van Black. You, you mean it? Yes, I have him inside waiting for you. Sergeant, bring Bishop in. Yes, sir. Okay, Calhoun. All right, Sergeant. All right, go on, Bishop. Hey, get in there. Hey, hey, don't shove me around like that. Go on, get in there. You better get used to rough treatment. Gonna get your neck shoved in a noose anyhow. I'll yeah. be glad to see it, you murderer. You kidnapper. You killer. Hey, Sheriff, do I have to stand for this, too? Now, take it easy, Bishop. Sit down. Around here on this side of the table. Well, keep that guy away from me. I'll bust now, him. Now, wait a minute. Yeah, here, it out. Here. Cut here. It out. Now, sit down, Van Black. There on the other side of the table. I want you to get ready for this confession. I'm ready. All right. Now tell us, Bishop, 
What was the idea of kidnapping Mildred Van Black? I told you, Sheriff. I told you a thousand times. It's a nightmare of Doug Van Black's. Then where have you been this last week? Yeah, let him answer that one. Well, I've been away on business. I go away every now and then on business. Business of murder? No. Nah, had a chance to make a little money over in Ada County. Why did you keep it so quiet? Well, it was a deal that kind of had to be kept quiet. Oh, one of those, huh? Sure. What right is she to be here? Because I'm Hilda's husband, that's why. You mean you were her husband and she divorced you. She didn't want any more thing to do with you. You and Mildred were all washed up. You see, Sheriff, I told you he was jealous. He always was jealous. What's the license number on your car, Bishop? That's B229. Hey, what's the idea? Go on. Finish the license number. What is it? B22923. The number that state trooper wrote down. I'm going to take a shot at you. Take him away. Take him away. Cut him away. Cut him away. Cut it out, Bishop. Cut it out. Now sit down there. You see, Sheriff? He can't stand it. Just like I said, he kidnapped Mildred. I'll swear it was that right hand of his that held a gun on us. Look at that tattooed mark there. Look at it. I see it. Okay, Sergeant. Snap the bracelets on him. With pleasure. Hey, wait a minute. Handcuffs on me? Sure. You got the wrong man. No, no, we haven't. We've got the right man. Van Black, you're under arrest for the murder of your wife and for the murder of state trooper Fountain Cube Cooper. I didn't kill him. Ted Bishop here did. I only came here because you said you were expecting a confession. Yes, your confession. Well, why'd you arrest Bishop? That's part of my business, Van Black. I'll answer for that. You've got to answer for the murder of your former wife and for the cowardly killing of the finest state trooper we ever had. Well, you're crazy. <laughs> what did I kill him for? Besides, you, you, you got no evidence. Oh, no? Now, you kidnapped your former wife, Van Black. Then you came in here and planted the idea that Ted Bishop had done it. You took her away and hid her back up in the country. Oh, I repossessed her, did I? Yes. The poor girl divorced you, but you couldn't get her off your mind. So you kidnapped her. And you put us on the trail of Ted Bishop. You're crazy. You and that girl in your car when you were driving up Route 127 and Fountain Cooper stopped you. Take these handcuffs off and let me go. When that state trooper stopped you, you knew you were in a jam. You killed him. With your Colt 32. I never had a gun. Oh, yes, you did. There it is. That's not mine. Then how did your fingerprints get on it? Van Black, we found your gun in the woods this morning near your abandoned car. That was Ted Bishop's car. It had his license plates on it. You stole those license plates. You knew Bishop was over in Ada County. Then why did you arrest him? Tell me, what'd you arrest him? To bring you in, Van Black. You've been hiding, killer. Bishop never was under arrest. We gave that statement to the papers as a decoy. Now, what else do you want to know? I won't talk. I want a lawyer. You were laughing up your sleeve, weren't you, Van Black, about the number Fontaine Cooper scrawled down in his notebook when he was dying. Ted Bishop killed my wife. Ted Bishop killed her. You always was jealous. You were jealous. That's why you killed your former wife. I didn't. Oh, yes, you did. We can prove it. That slug we found in the culvert matches the slug we found in Fontaine Cooper's body. And they both match your gun. No, no. Yes. Last Tuesday night, you took your ex-wife to that culvert. Knocked her unconscious and shot her. No, no! You killed her because you didn't want anyone else to have her. <laughs> That's good. You ought to put that in the funny paper, Sheriff. I wouldn't have a fly. <laughs> I wouldn't... I wouldn't have a fly. Does the defendant plead? Your Honor, my client, Douglas Van Black, pleads not guilty by reason of insanity. Oh, 
therefore, Douglas Van Black, the jury having found you of sane mind and guilty of murder in the first degree, I hereby sentence you to be executed in the manner prescribed by the laws of this state. Said execution to take place during the week of April 3rd. You are to hang by the neck until you are dead. And may God have mercy on your soul. just heard a thrilling story taken from the pages of True Detective Mysteries magazine, a McFadden publication. 